welcome to Raising the Bar and the people who make hospitality podcasts. I'm Johnny Blake. And I'm Jana Pusha, and we have joined forces to create some really good content for you. You might have listened to the podcast previously, but now the podcast is even better and even bigger. Raising the Bar is a new place to find out what's happening within M&B, from the horse's mouth to you without any of the waffle. Just real people telling their stories. Well, hi, Sarah and Dom. Thank you so much for being here today. I was wondering if you could just introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and how long you've been with us as well. Uh, yeah, so I'm Dom. Uh, I'm the GM at the bank in Manchester, which is part of the Nicholson's brand. Um, we've both been with Mitchells and Butler for about seven years now. We've got two children together. So we've, we're married. Uh, we've got two children together, Amelia, who's nine, and Elijah, who's six. So Amelia's about to go into year five. Elijah's about to go into year two. We, I'm sure we'll get onto this, but so we don't have any childcare other than ourselves. So it makes life challenging. Yeah, um, so different. we, while they're at work, uh, so while the kids are at school, then we can work um, together. Uh, and then holidays, either one of us takes holiday or we just work opposite shifts. So how are you finding the balance and kind of what, Obviously, you have quite a unique situation. I think that's what we really want to speak to you both. Yeah. How are you finding this balance and how did you how did you get to this point of some sort of balance as well? Well, so I, I'm I'm a shift supervisor at Don's mm-hmm. Club, the bank in Manchester. And I think it started after we had our second child. Because we don't have parents that are able to look after the children due to age or distance. Um, so it basically started after Elijah was born and he's six now. So, And we just, um, obviously Dom can write the rotors and we can um, work out what's best for us during the week. And then weekends mostly Dom, Dom works. Or we, we, um, we alternate weekends together and that's how it's come about. Just um, convenience, I think. And um, obviously, childcare is expensive at the moment. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> absolutely. That's just fascinating. And do you ever work together on same shifts, or is it always the opposite for you? Um, like John said before, if they're at school, we can work together. So that's usually um, an average week if they're at school. I'll either go in and take a delivery in at eight o'clock in the morning. Don will take the children to school, then um, he'll come in for 10 um, and I'll finish at 2pm so I can go and pick up the children from school and he'll um, carry on till the close at the pub. That's an average week, isn't it? Is that right, Don? Yeah, so we've got a little 10 till 2 window where when the kids are at school, it means we can both be in the pub at the same time. Mm -hmm. So do you find... That's like your safe time together where you actually, you know, because by the sounds of it, you're passing ships in the night other than that. So is that your kind of time to spend together as a fam- as a couple? Yeah. Um, yeah, still- a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm glad M&B are getting the best out of your um, time together, at least. What works well for you, I suppose, kind of in um, perspective? Obviously, you came to some sort of balance. What would you say are the highlights? Why? How do you think you benefit from um, the work work balance that you manage to find. Do you answer that, Sarah? 
No, you can answer that. <laughs> <laughs> the one so so there's so there's one little thing that I really enjoy the fact of. Uh, so I am uh, a parent helper on any of um, Amelia or Elijah's school trips, uh, just for the fact that the. Um, I can always write myself off if it's a day during the week uh, and it just means I can go and have that little time with them. I mean, so it's it's not very often. It's a few times a term. Um, but in another profession, then I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, and that's one little perk that I find. Yeah, absolutely. So that was going to be my next question as well. How do you think it differs kind of working in hospitality as a parent compared to maybe some other industries and what are the benefits in a way? I think that the fact that we don't have outside childcare is probably beneficial to the kids. So mm-hmm. while it's it's difficult for me and Sarah, at the same time, it means that there is one of us always with the kids. They're not being dumped on somebody else. They're, they've always got a parent with them. Um, yeah, it's challenging for us, especially during things like school holidays. Um, but most of the time, I think it, Generally, it's beneficial for them. Yeah, that's well, amazing. And actually, that was going to be my another question as well. How do you survive the school holidays? Do you have any tips? What helps you as a couple to get through that? Well, we've made sure that we've we've had time off together. We've made sure we had days off together. So we've been able to go out with the children recently, and they absolutely love that. So we um we've we've taken them to Lego Land recently. So I was oh, able nice. to drive down, and yeah, they absolutely loved it. And I think they enjoy it more because we're together. Uh, we've had issues here at the moment with the management team. So yeah. we're, we're quite a small management team. Uh, so up till this point in the year, I haven't been able to take any annual leave. So I've just had three weeks off with them over the holidays. Um which Sarah's been able to take two weeks of that as well. So that has been a really, really positive to get some time off with them during the holidays. Of course, no, that's amazing. And I suppose on the flip side as well, what do you think the company, or I don't know, it's hard to <laughs> hard to kind of quantify it, but would you think there's any easy wins that people could do or we as an organisation could put in place that you think would really help the working parents? Uh, especially the ones who are working frontline as well. I think it's pretty difficult to have policies in place. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just down to each pub and I think each line manager. Um, so hopefully GMs out there are being considerate to working parents who they've got employed. Um, Gavith, who's my RBM, is a, a great RBM and he, he, he does whatever he can mm-hmm. to, like, to help us out. Um, regarding the management situation here, he, he's created a graduate assistant manager position for me to fill, just so we can try and get the management team back on track and get get my time off and service mm-hmm. time off sorted. So I, I, I think it's, I always say this, whichever company you work for, the company's only ever as good as your line manager. Yeah, um, I <laughs> um, I've got a really good line manager, whether Sarah would agree that she's got a good line manager is a different matter entirely. You're going to have to ask her that question. She's all right. <laughs> for me, obviously, becoming a parent quite recently, it changed a lot of stuff for me. And 
did you work in hospitality before and how how did you find that change going from you know perhaps working in bars and pubs before to then having to balance your already busy work life with a busy home life as well uh, so I've worked in hospitality since I was 18 um, and so when we had Amelia we were already working together we actually met um, through working together how many years ago um, is it about 13 now 13 yeah, yeah so we've been uh, married for 10 years in July um, so we've always been in the industry ever since we've been together uh, so we, I, can't, I guess we just adapted as quickly as we could, didn't we? Sarah um, took a year out when Amelia was born. Um, well, I did try to work in a different industry. So I qualified for um, teaching um, just before I had Amelia. I did try to do supply teaching work, um, but it just wasn't flexible, especially when I was pregnant. Um, I'd have to do risk assessments in each school that I went to. And they just weren't um, very compassionate about a pregnant woman coming to do supply work, which is why I fell back onto hospitality and working for John. That's quite interesting to hear that mm-hmm. hospitality was more flexible for you, because often it, the perception is that hospitality isn't very flexible at all and it's, you know, unsociable hours. But actually, that can suit people quite nicely if you have... Mm-hmm hours that um, are potentially outside of the conventional hours. So that's yeah, quite an interesting one to hear, actually. Yeah. Do you have any top tips at all? Maybe something that really helps you or maybe top tips for anyone who is about to become a parent working for us as well and thinking, oh, my God, how I'm going to do this. <laughs> is there anything that you would share to say, actually, that's one thing that really helped me? I'd just say speak to your line manager. Yeah. OK let them know the situation and hopefully they'll be as compassionate as, as ours have been over the over the years. My kitchen manager at the moment, um, his partner's due in uh, end of November. So I've now got to got to be thinking about him and his partner and uh, and try and do as much to make sure he can spend time with the baby. And that'll be going into the Christmas period as well. So That'll be, hopefully I'll be as good as people have been with me. That is so nice to hear. (laughs) Sierra, do you have any top tips that you would like to share? Um, Just to not put as much pressure on yourself. Like children Mm. adapt and and children go with your routine. Um, As long as you don't make it a big issue, they're they're quite happy, aren't they, Dom? Yeah. Yeah. They just... Yeah, what whatever your whatever your situation is, I think they just that's just their world, so they just adapt to it. Yeah. And just while there are some shortcomings, like weekends, I might not be, I might not be there, but it, it does give me opportunities to be there at other times. Just make the most of the other times. No, absolutely, that's amazing. So, just kind of the final question, really. Johnny and I had a bit of a debate around this one before. That's when we decided, oh, this is, might be an interesting topic to talk to people about. So be interesting to hear both of your perspectives, really. So do you think it's harder for women or for men in a workplace to be a parent? Um, I'll, I'll let you go with that, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
as well, one example, if the children are ill, but this might be just specific to me and Dom, is um, I'm more likely to have the time off to look after them because Dom's a GM. But obviously they, they want the mummy if they're poorly. So that's my perspective as being a mum. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's harder though for you? Well, I do get jealous of other mums sometimes, like they do the nine to five and and on all that. But then I think, oh, we've got, we can do things that they can't. So I don't know. There's a lot of men in the industry, definitely. There's more, there's less women um, in management in, but just from what I've seen in our pub. Uh, I don't know if it is. I, I think it's. I think it all depends on the situation. I don't think there's a black and white. I don't think you can say it's harder on women or harder on men. I think it just depends on who you're working for, where you're working. I, I don't think it, it's particularly different for us, is it, Sarah? Mm-hmm. I think it's. No. I think it's probably as hard on each other as easy on each other. I, I think probably there's there's less demands on a guy I think like Sarah said there's an expectation I think people have where if a child's sick it's the woman that misses work yeah. um, which I, I don't agree with I'd be quite happy to um, to not come into work and stay at home and look after them but yeah I'm not sure my RBM would agree with that <laughs> it's a really interesting one and look yeah me and Yana have had that conversation and I think maybe because roles are less traditional now you know if you potentially look back 30 years ago even 20 years ago the woman's role was to look after the children to look after the household to look after her husband and work um so i'm sure you're very domesticated dom and you do lots of housework um i'm not sure sarah would agree i don't know um but you know i think maybe things have moved on quite a bit but there is still that um maybe expectation on a on a woman to you know look after the children if they're ill or step up when it's time to you know make sure the house is tidy so yeah I, with my experience i would say it's fairly equal but you know how do i know i've not had the child or been in in the woman's shoes yeah no absolutely well thank you so much both no really appreciate your time I, I, have, wait, I have one more question Oh, sorry, go on, Johnny. What is your favourite children's television programme? <laughs> oh. I th- I'm pretty sure we're both going to have the same, so I'm yeah. going to let Sarah answer this question. Um, Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Abs- yeah, that is, um, yeah, I would have said exactly the same. It's only recently <laughs> come about there, and now it's like yeah. everyone's well into it. Yeah, Bluey is the way forward. I, I was really resistant to it at first, uh, and then I was made to watch a few, and then we we found this for a few years. To be honest, we'll end up we'll be sat in a room on our own, and we'll be watching kids telly. Like they they will have just disappeared, and we'll still be sat there watching it. Um, this might what well, might be a bit old for you, but Ben and Holly, if yeah, you get a chance to watch Holly. that, Ben and Holly's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Well, yeah, definitely blurry at the minute. Yeah, I never thought I'd be listening to children's music in the car as well. Oh, we've not gone that far yet. We just argue yeah. over Radio 1 or Radio 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Fair enough. Cool. I think they're all my questions. Good question. Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> no so my name's Steph. Um, I work for Toby Carvery. I've worked there for nine years and I've got two kids. Um, How old are they, Steph? Well, my eldest is Logan. He's six. He'll be seven on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Did not plan the dates well at all. <laughs> um, and my youngest is Gracie. She's two and she's three on the 4th of December. I've got two <laughs> December babies. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty hectic that time of year. Absolutely, I can imagine. How are you finding it then? So obviously you've been with us for quite a long time. Have you worked with Toby Carvery the entire time? Yeah, so I started out with Toby Carvery as a team coach nearly nine years ago um, and just kind of worked my way up. Um, I'm an assistant manager now. Obviously, I think I would have become an assistant many years ago had and not had the kids, but obviously that was the point I decided to make, have my kids. And I think M&B are just such a great company to work for in that respect, like with the flexibility. I mean, obviously I can't talk for other brands and other GMs, but my GMs just is really good with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can go to him and I can say, right, these are the days that my husband's working this week. Can you kind of work around that? And he's really good with that. And he does he does work around it. And, and that, um, res- like, it's much easier for us because we don't have to worry about childcare because I basically work the opposite shifts to what he works. Oh, that's amazing. What does your husband do, if you don't mind me asking? Well, my husband is a takeoff operator. Okay. At a tin printing company. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't take a lot of notice when he t- like talks to us about it. So <laughs> the fact that I got that right, I'm pretty impressed with. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is great help with the flexibility, um, and how great my GM is with us. I literally just give him Ryan's rotor, and mm-hmm. he, he he works around it, which is amazing. Yeah. Because it is what I want to do, I do want to be an assistant manager and I I wasn't going to take the job after I got offered it just because I didn't know if it was right for me with the whole family lifestyle. But after sitting and speaking to Chris about it um, and humming and hawing, I obviously took the job because I wanted to. But, um, you know, I took it as well because he said that he would be flexible with me and he would you know, work around the kids for my hours, which is amazing. How did you find the transition going from one child to having two kids? Was that a huge shift for you? Not not at first. I'd say the last couple of, I mean, I'd say the last year has been quite hard when Gracie's been getting older, you know, and she's moving about more and they like to argue (laughs) and things like that. She's only two, but she's, uh, she's quite bossy. But yeah, at first the transition wasn't hard, but I'd say now as they're getting older, I mean, they say that it's meant to get easier, but I don't think it does. <laughs> but as she's getting older, it's it's getting a little bit more challenging. But um, I think just because of the flexibility with work, I'm only there three days a week as well, or three 
nights or because I am a part-time assistant, which is also another amazing thing to be able to be given because I did think I would have to be full-time, which is like 48 hours. I'm part-time, which is 30 hours. I'd work three days. Um, So that's a massive help as well, only being there three days a week. It is yeah of course it's great because i still get to see the kids yeah so is your plan to go kind of full time at some point or are you happy just to stay like this for now so my plan is when gracie goes into full-time education which won't be until she's nearly four i will i want to pop, pick up a few more mm-hmm. hours so within MB, if you're an assistant, there's um you can be a full time or you can be part time and part time starts off at twenty eight hours I believe and you go thirty, thirty five, thirty eight. I do wanna get up to thirty eight hours at some point in the next year or so and then as she gets older, you know, and she's in primary school, I do want to go full time, yeah. Yeah. What do you think works really well? What would you say like another highlights of being parent while still working in Mitchell and Butler's as well I just think that it's great that you can obviously have your family life you can choose to have your kids and you can choose to Mm -hmm. create a family but you can still go to work you know because you need to go to work I love going to work I love getting away for (laughs) hours it's great I love my kids but I love having the time away from them so just having that um you know, just being able to have your family lifestyle, but being able to go to work and having a company that's flexible that you can work for and you don't have to worry about if you're going to see your kids enough or if you're going to see your partner enough. Like, I just think it's uh, it's it's great. Yeah. Do you think the workplace, is this something else that we could do better that would help kind of working parents? What would you like to see happening maybe in the future? Um, I'm not too sure because for me, I am kind of in environment where I'm lucky where I don't need to have childcare because of the, the shifts and how flexible my manager is. But I know that I mean, they used to do like childcare vouchers. I don't know if they still do them. Um, I, I'm, I don't think they do. So something like that, you know, just to help out working parents, I think. Um, especially if it's like a single working parent. And they can't, um, you know, get their kids looked after by whoever. So maybe something like that, you know, just put in place like a a childcare voucher scheme or something like that. No, absolutely. And also I have a slightly controversial question. This actually came from, so I have a co-host who's a guy. Mm -hmm. And he's a parent as well. Right. We had a bit of a debate happening. So who do you think it's harder? Is it harder for men or for women uh, working parents? Oh... I don't know. I'm really not sure. I'd say probably. I I don't want to sound really awful. <laughs> For me, I've kind of got myself in a routine now where I'm in a good place where I kind of have a routine. But prior, when I was working five days a week, when I was just an hourly team member, like I'd be pulling my hair out because I didn't know if I was coming or going, and just fitting everything around. Um, but now because I've got a routine, I find it pretty easy. But my husband, he works night shifts and he works like back shifts and things like that. So for me in my family, I think it's probably harder for him. Okay. You know, he's really tired all the time because he works these horrific shifts. So he'll work three days night shift, he'll have a day off. 
and you'll work you'll like work two day shifts. It's 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 really hard for him. But I'm not sure. Um with an MMB I don't know. Um I'd say probably I think it's harder for female and male, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start a, like a debate. No, I don't think you will. I just think it's really interesting kind of seeing from different perspectives. Because we're actually going to be chatting to some men as well, so it'll be interesting to see how they find it. Yeah, I guess like I think just from a woman's point of view, they probably say it's harder for them because you know I don't know. Maybe they're seen as the person who looks after the kids all the time and things like that. But then it shouldn't be seen like that because we should be equal and then the man should be looking after the children as well as the woman. I don't know. That's yeah. a hard one. Fair enough. Do you, would you have any advice for any first time parents that are, have this coming? But they, yeah, do you have any kind of top tips maybe that can help how to balance things a little bit better? I think it's easier said than done, but mm-hmm. for me, it was just being organised. I'm a bit of an organisation freak, so just having things in place, like even if it's things like having the uniform set out the night before for going to school, mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. knowing what you're doing the next day. Like I say, it's easier said than done because sometimes you just want to go to bed really early and you just want to have that like that sleep. But yeah, for me, it's just organisation and. Um, making sure you know what's going on and have, have having a plan in place. Yeah, just planning ahead, really. Yeah, but I'm just an organisation freak and, like, I like to know everything <laughs> that's happening that week. Like, uh-huh. what was the tea and this, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, prepping things as well is just so much easier. And, like, once again, it's easier said than done. It's the last thing you want to do when you've come home. But, like, prepping the next day for tea and stuff like that, so you literally just have to put it in the pans and... It is hard because, you know, sometimes you might have to wait till five o'clock at night and then go home and sort things out. Last thing you want to do when you've been on your feet all day is make tea and then bath your children and things like that. But, yeah, that's kind of what I used to do. I used to just prep everything, have everything out. So when I came home, it was all there. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that's very useful advice for a lot of us as well. <laughs> children or not children. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Steph. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Um, no, I don't think so. That's everything, I think. But thank you. Thanks for um, taking the time to talk to us. No, absolutely. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Hello, um, Craig. Would you like to introduce yourself, where, what business you're at, brand, and uh, how long you've been with M&B for, if that's right? I'm Craig Robinson. I'm currently at the Riverside down in Bournemouth for Premium Country Pubs, and I've been with M&B for just over 12 years. Wow, okay. And what role are you currently working in? I'm currently an AKM, trying to develop myself further. just takes a little bit of time. Yeah, cool. And what, where did you work previously? Have you always been in PCP or have you worked across other brands? Yeah, so uh, I was in VPK to start with. So I was over in Limington um, at the shipping and I was there probably eight and a half, nine years. Um, very busy site. And then they opened this one, which converted from a harvester. And we came over here to open this one. Wow, okay. So are you a... Um South Coast man, born and bred. Born and bred on the South Coast, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I can tell by your tan. 
Very good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, we obviously wanted to talk a little bit about what it's like to work in hospitality in M&B and have children. So um, we kind of wanted to just understand a bit more about your life. So if you could tell us how many kids, if you one, two, three, four, five so that you know of. Three kids. I've got a two and a half year old, which is a, a right nightmare. Um, I've got a eight year old boy and a ten year old girl, and I've got a little one on the way. Wow. Okay. So, so you got three, and you decided that you still want more. Well, yes. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Cool. So how how far along is your partner? Um, she's due in December, beginning of December, and that's another little girl on the way. Cool. So, how how do you find that? Obviously, you've got broad range, so you've got some school age there, some. That's uh, where it's difficult because um, obviously with my first two, you know they're at school now, so you know things are great, like life's starting to get back to normal, and then you go and have the other one, and you know he's not quite ready for school, so it makes life a little bit difficult. Um, with childcare, you know, we, me and my partner struggled with childcare for a while. Um, and then obviously we've got the little one on the way. So we've managed to sort of get into a good routine with work pattern. Um, she came over and worked with us because she used to work with me in Livington just to make life a little bit easier. So, um, obviously you said about childcare and how do you manage it all? You know, obviously when your kids are at school, it's slightly easier, but if you're working nights and someone needs to pick them up, how, how do you yeah. how do you manage that? Yeah, so I forgot to add two of my, my older children with my ex-partner. So she has them five days a week. I have them two days a week. Um, and whenever else, you know, I'm free to have them. Obviously, my little boy, who's two and a half, is full-time. He's full-time with me and my partner. But, you know, the two days a week are generally my days off. So I have my older two on my days off. Um, they're at school, so it's not so bad. Obviously, for the little one, but me and my my me and my partner are currently, you know, if I'm at work, she's got the little one, and if she's at work, I've got the little one. So there is really no time. Yeah. So it's literally work and then kids. Yeah, yeah then children. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stop. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that it puts strain on your relationship, or are you do you think you cope quite think, well with it, or? I think. Previous, um, with my first two, yes, because I was a lot younger. Um, all I wanted to do, not, not saying all I wanted to do was enjoy life, but I, you know, I was 25 at the time. So I was sort of still growing up myself. I think this time around with my little boy is slightly different because your concept of life, you know, your, the way you look at life is totally different. You know, children come first and then actually work comes after that. Whereas back then work came first and you know, children weren't quite my priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that, yeah. How how do you find then that you can balance, do you find it easier now than to balance your work and your home life? Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, back then when I was, I was still trying to build a name for myself within the company. So, you know, it was long hours, it was a short team, building the team, working five, six days a week. Whereas now I'm in that position where I've, I've built a team. I've got a really good team behind me. You know, we're 
we've had a tough summer. We're not short of chefs, um, but we've just got busy. Um, so I can have that bit more freedom now. You know, it's not having to work five nights a week, um, split shifts. You know, my, my team will work if I'm not here. And they're quite happy, happy not to see me, so I don't mind. Mm. Well, that was, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're happy not to see them as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but definitely, no. My work-life balance now is a hundred times better than it used to be. Yeah, no, that's really I, positive to hear. And I think the whole industry's changed in ten years. So, you know, yeah. you can't. They can't. You're not expected to work 70, 80 hours a week anymore. It's, you know, they have to. You have to be a little bit more flexible, and work has to be a little bit more flexible around you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that kind of leads me on to top tips for really quite well. So you've obviously just given us a really good one about, you know, making sure that you try and get a team in place and have that support around you. So any other kind of good tips out there for how you manage your work, your life, your, you know, family life as well? I think you've got to put the hard work in first, definitely. Um, I've worked, I feel I've worked hard to get where I am with the time that I can have. Um for me, it's never stopped recruiting. Um, always look forward and look to the future. You know that not everyone's going to stick around forever, so you need to plan your next step. Um, and that's how I currently work at the moment. You know, we're going to go into some downtime soon, but we keep recruiting. People are going to go, people are going to come through, and I don't want to be in that position where I have to pick up that extra. Not saying I wouldn't. I don't. You know, I still want that life, so I want to. You know, just keep bringing these people in so we can all have that good work-life balance. And that's not just me, that's the team as well. You know, some of my team have kids and they want that good work-life balance too. So we do have to work towards that. And, you know, if we all put, put off your feet in and sort of muddle through, you know, we're, we're, we're going we're to get that. So, but, you know, it's work hard and then you can, you can reap the rewards afterwards. That's the way I see it. Do you think that since having children or... Yeah, since since having children, you've your attitude to other parents within the workplace has changed. Definitely, definitely. I, for me, I've worked for managers that don't have children, and they don't understand. I'm not saying that they, you know, work's always their priority. They don't. Not all managers understand. Um, I think when you have children, you see a different outlook on life. Actually, what comes first. Um, I get that we all need to come to work, but family needs to come first, um, and then works on, you know, works next. Yeah, so it definitely does change the way you look at life. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more, by the way. Cool. So we're going to just also think about what M&B or what workplaces can do to support if there's anything further that you think as a company they could do, we could do more to support or to help. I think it's for me. It's making people, I don't know, making managers and people that recruit more aware of, you know, that you have to give these people, you know, you can't say you've got to work Christmas, you've got to work Boxing, you know, Boxing Day, you've got to work New Year, you've got to work Summer. Like, we need to reassure that we can give them that flexibility that they need as parents. Um, you know, I've been in that situation. You can't have your son's birthday off because you've got to work. You can't have Christmas off because, you know, and it's making sure that we make them aware that they they don't have to do all that. You know, I've, I've been there and they go, you know, you've got to work this, you've got to work that, you can't have that. And it's hard and that makes parenting really, really difficult. You know, I spent the first good few years not being at home on Christmas Day. 
And when your kids are growing up, that is what Christmas for me is about. It's not about me, it's about the kids enjoying it. And I think that was, you know, seven or eight years ago when I think the catering industry was very, very different. Because we are, we are moving forward with the times and like, you know, it has got better. Yes, yeah. No, it's great to hear. And yeah, absolutely. Is, do you find, do you think it's gonna, it's harder for men or women? You said that your partner has worked with you or does work with you. Do you think being a parent in the workplace is harder for men or for women? I think it's, the way I look at it, I think it's harder for men because a lot of people don't believe that, and I know I may be wrong, that we don't do much when we go home. But, and I don't stop. From when I get home with my little boy, it is non, and she goes to work, it is non-stop. Honestly, being here at work is far easier. It's okay. definitely far easier. You know, the stress is unbelievable. It's getting home. All you want to do is sit down because you've worked. The kids come mad. It's non-stop. Why, why would you say that's harder for you than, than your partner? Because I, I generally, I don't know if it's old, you know, being quite old-fashioned, but women are seen to bring up children and look after them. But ours is definitely a 50-50 split. You know, she, all right, she's at home um, for four days a week. She works 40 hours a week and is a full-time mum. You know, whereas I do 48 hours a week and a full-time dad. So we split it quite evenly. But I know these lot here think I go home and just sit there, eat takeaway and chill out, but it's definitely not like that. Yeah. That's fair. No, I, I I can understand where you're coming from. I'm sure Yana might have a differing view, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's a lot's changed, doesn't it? You know, yeah, it's not the the kind of traditional male female roles that definitely shifted massively. You know, in the past ten, fifteen, twenty years. That's a fair comment. My other question was, what's your favourite children's program? What's my favourite children? What do I have to watch the most? Or what is my favourite? That's the question. We'll uh, go with both then. What, what do you have to watch the most? So, what I have to watch the most... So, what I try and watch the most is because I quite like watching it. It's got to be Monsters University. That's with my little boy. And then, what he makes me watch, I'm going to have to go with Paw Patrol. Maybe you're trying to force your children. Do you want to watch this? Do you want to watch this? He's like, no. You're like, yes, you do. Just so I you can it. sit there and watch it yourself. Yeah, I do. I love a bit of Paw Patrol myself. It's nothing bad. That's what Disney Plus is for, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, it's not for the kid, it's for yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Any final thoughts, Craig, that you wanted to put out there? For me, like, all, I, all I say is that like, any parents, it's definitely what you have to work hard to, to get the rewards, definitely. Um, but when you do get it, it is, it is satisfying. You know, I have a great life at work. Have a great life at home, and that's been within the last sort of three or four years. You know, prior to that with my other two, it's very different. But yeah, no, definitely work hard, and you you do get it all back. Well said. In the green more. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Craig. No, I have nothing to add. So I was just nodding along. No worries. Not, not even about the um, not even about the men have it harder comment. No, We're the fun ones. I might convince me over actually talking to so many more men. <laughs> So I always find that we're the fun ones, but we're always on the ones that get in trouble for letting them get away with that a little bit more. It's climbing right. on the windowsill, hanging out the living room window is quite funny. Yeah. Whereas, you know, she might not find it quite funny. <laughs> or chucking stuff out their bedroom window, you know, makes me laugh, but she doesn't find it funny again. 
<laughs> I think I get in trouble more than he does. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. You can also follow us on Frontline Connect. Just search Raising the Bar. Mm-hmm.